while packing the luggage with personal items and official documents in preparation for the train journey from Besançon to Paris in another three days time, I was suddenly reminded of the promise that I had made to the director of Indian Hostel in Paris that I will write to him two days before my proposed arrival in, in Paris and to book a, a room for me as was discussed in the meeting before I took off to Besançon. And I did do this with immediate, as an immediate priority and thankfully the postage charge for the ordinary letter from Besançon post office cost me only a few cents. And I was mentally ready to say bye-bye to Besançon, thanking the language sender for equipping me adequately with the language skill that I had thought once as insurmountable. While on the way to Besançon railway station to catch the train to Paris on the morning of 10th September 1975 to start the more important phase of student life at Paris University, I was feeling bad that I was not able to pay obeisance to the great and legendary writer Victor Hugo by visiting his home in Besançon but consoled and wished that I may have another chance to do so when I make another excursion trip to this part of France sooner or later. Compared to the rather timid and nervous train journey from Paris to Besançon about five, weeks, five to six weeks back, the journey from Besançon to Paris was a different kettle of fish. The confidence of handling the local language acquired after the language course had lifted my spirits and I found a pep in my steps as well. I came to realize how important it is for a foreigner to have the ability to converse in the same language as that of the majority to savor the new life as a whole. Though my journey to Besançon was from Austerlitz train station, information printed in the ticket voucher was showing disembarking station as Gare de Lyon or Lyon station in Paris and train journey started exactly at the appointed time printed on the ticket too. The only headache that I was having while leaving for Paris was the uneasiness and physical strain of carrying the heavy suitcase that was almost like an albatross around my neck. The intensive linguistic course at Besançon Language Centre did indeed boost my confidence in use of French language for communicating with others without much difficulty and reassured me that I can have a trouble-free span of student life in the new land. In fact, I could experience and realize the need for need and significance of acquiring proficiency in using the native language of a particular country for leading an easy, tension-free life there. 
if the people are very proud of the tradition and even arrogant in their mind on superiority of their national language compared to others as french are the life of a newcomer to a new set of unfamiliar surroundings can be traumatic or uneasy to say the least i could not help wondering about the so called broad mindedness of keralites who though well versed and proficient in malayalam language speak english proudly and even considers it is it as a status symbol to be seen as an english speaker sorry to say many in kerala blindly honor the english speaking immigrant or foreigner and often giving more prominence to an outsider and treating him or her as godly because their foolish respect to a foreign language disregarding the worth of their own language of traditions and morals surely the subjugation and mental slavery under 300 years of british colonial rule and the 24 hour gibelian western propaganda of their so called superior language and so called superior culture had brainwashed even genes of majority indians to feel inferior and normal to be slaves and robots of invaders and their ideologies if this honor is bestowed on an individual according to his or her intellectual brilliance rather than based on the color of the skin how much worthy and admirable it would be i was often indulging in self flagellation whenever i was alone in my hostel room at bulu campus and there were many nights that i had difficulty in sleeping while browsing indian history in my mind of past 1000 years and searching for identifying the villains that brought this dark era of our history to when the train was cruising towards paris gare de lyon station i was thanking besançon and bulu campus and language center personnel for making my life as comfortable and as tension free as possible for more than 5 weeks and it was this little town that initiated me to the western way of life and giving me a panoramic view of the nature of things that i will have to encounter in this foreign land for the coming many months or years after a rather uneventful train journey of about 5 hours and the thoughts of exciting days to come as a research student in one of the reputed universities of the world kept my mind and my thoughts busy that only an announcement over the public announcement system in the train brought me down from my thoughts announcement was this due to unexpected events the terminus station for the train will be gare du nord and not gare de lyon as was mentioned initially in the tickets while alighting from the train compartment i did not have any apprehension or anxiety of being in a foreign land contrary to what i had experienced earlier while making the trip to besançon town one month earlier and was feeling feeling very familiar with the places and having a spring in my steps confident of handling the language barrier citing a french tourism office outside the garden or railway station i made my way to the above office and collected some brochures 
detailing Paris attractions and metros and bus routes and chartered the trip using metro service to proceed to Maisonland or India House as the immediate destination. Thankfully, I could locate a glass-paneled, well-designed telephone booth with markings of a huge telephone painted all around the four panels of cabin in order to help the aspiring users for easy identification. Telephone booths all over Paris then were a common sight. And thankfully, all or most such facilities were in good working condition too. Unlike in Indian cities like Delhi, Bombay or Madras, with greater percentage of non-working public utility phones outnumbering the well-working ones. I lifted the phone receiver as indicated in the phone booth instruction and inserted a 50 centim coin in the slot meant for 50 centim coin and dialed the India House phone number carefully after getting the ringtone. After a brief period of waiting, I was able to hear the voice bonjour from the other end of the telephone. It was Madame Witz, the wife of the housekeeper or concierge, Mr. Witz. She said, attendez, wait, and passed the telephone to her husband, Mr. Witz. I introduced myself in French language as Monsieur Nanda and that the director, Mr. Lares, had written had assured me a room for me whenever I land in Paris from Besançon. Mr. Witz said excitedly in French, Oui, oui, Monsieur, bienvenue, Monsieur Nanda. Yes, yes, Mr. 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 Welcome, Mr. Nanda. And explained in French, Monsieur Lares m'a informé déjà que vous allez arriver aujourd'hui. And that Director Lares had informed him that I will be arriving today and added in French language that room allotted to me is ready and that I can occupy the same any time today. Thanking the concierge for the pleasant words and feeling reassured that I have, have a place to sleep well today, I embarked on the journey by underground metro to Sita University metro station using Chatelet Junction and Danfer Rochechouart Metro Junctions as the interlinking or corresponding stations. Dear friends, thank you very much indeed for supporting me in all my podcasts so far and I intend to podcast these podcasts twice a week on Wednesday and Saturday every week and hope you will be supporting me in all the future podcasts that could stretch to a few months or a few years and join me in this journey through this European continent. Thank you very much indeed.